1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers.
2: Back in the chairs again in the midweek holiday that is known as the Wednesday. Paul Leihander here and Lindsey Brown over the yonder.
0: I'm officially uh, certified into not falling victim to a fishing campaign.
2: A fishing campaign with the pH. Okay, gotcha. That type of fishing. Okay.
0: Just wanted to let everybody know.
2: Okay, we are on the west coast, so some people, you know, make the make the trek to the marinas in the Cal- Southern California and go actual fishing. But you're talking about the fishing pH. does
0: exist outside of the west coast, just the like how life gun. does uh, outside of the east coast. Deep as sea well.
2: fishing. Not a lot of fishing here in Nevada. No,
0: unfortunately, not. It's the
2: lakes, so you're not being you. You're not. Uh, you did not click on the link, so to speak. No, or did I took you... the training to not click the training. on the link. Gotcha. You yeah, took the training. correct. I love the training exercises we have here in this building.
0: Yeah, they do find more creative ways to get us to like open up stuff and and just not give our information away, right? right. They got to be equally as creative to get us to buy into the to the lessons as we do or we don't when we see. Oh, this message looks fine.
2: I think something that you will notice moving forward, if you start paying attention to it, and I'm just going to flag it for you right now, and you're going to go. Oh, he's right. In all the trainings that we have to take here mm-hmm. in this building that are sent nationwide, we work for a large uh, media company. Every one of them references food.
0: Yeah, because there needs to be a common point in every single video.
2: Every video, <laughs> if you've noticed, yeah, there's someone either eating, yep, making reference to food, mm-hmm. or thinking about some sort of food. Yeah, no matter what, in every one of the videos,
0: yeah. I will say in the last five years, we've really taken it upon ourselves to at least write some jokes into those videos and stuff like that. The, the <laughs> instructional uh, content just for any run-of-the-mill position 10 years ago plus wasn't engaging.
2: I've sat through some of those as recently as like three or four years ago. It was these odd, you know, the, the actors and things. I have, I have friends who've actually acted in those office workplace sure. videos, and it's just dry. Mm-hmm. And you're like, most people don't act that way. And if there's like some sort of like right. pseudo wrongdoing or something that you're going over the top, in, whether it's clicking on phishing or it's some harassment,
0: right? You got to be bought in if you're commanding the right. same from your audience. It's mostly
2: not like totally like church play musical mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, and
0: now they have to compete more than ever for attention, and and we are uh, expect more from our content than ever, so they had to step up and. I said fully certified so I guess uh the the goal has been reached at least through this particular lesson
2: now did you do it because they offered the incentive of the gift card or did you just do it because they kept sending you the annoying reminders that hey you haven't done this yet
0: I usually do it right away just so I don't forget but that one fell through the cracks I'm guessing it was sent like during Thanksgiving break or something like that and so I didn't get the chance for the gift card but every time I've done it right away I haven't won Oh right, so, and I don't know who has. So I kinda everything. don't think it exists like most things. So. Right, right. Yeah, I know. Like it's, fishing with a pH. It's the
2: uh the restaurant surveys you get. You know, if you take the survey, which is active yeah. for the next five days, we'll enter you to win one of one thousand ten dollar gift cards. Right. I've yet to meet anyone who's ever won one of those by taking a survey.
0: Hundred percent. Never happens.
2: All right, coming up uh later on in the show, a big show, full two hours for you. Odyssey Sports Bidding Insider, NBA podcast host, Trista Crick. She'll be in at about 425-ish. We will deep dive into the NBA. She'll throw us some props and her takes on a few of the current NBA headlines. We'll also dive into the NBA today at 337, talk about the Blazers situation. Also, a preview of hockey as the Vegas Golden Knights are finally back on the ice after a long hiatus. Three days, but it feels longer than normal. True. And they are taking on the streaking Dallas stars who shine bright like a diamond.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But first, top five talkers for today. It's your daily check down. Powered by Odyssey Sports. Number one. He's back. Tiger Woods announcing via social media today that he is returning to competition with his son. They're going to play in the PNC Championship. It's already sold out. That didn't take long.
0: No. Nope.
2: Major champions and family members get to play. It is... Multi-gender, multi-generational, and actually no longer has to involve father-sons. It involves, like, extended families. But Tiger's going to play golf again.
0: Very exciting. I remember when uh, this happened last year is the first time that they had kind of stepped out together publicly, he and Charlie. And Charlie's 12. Char- Charlie was 12. very, very skillful. I mean, why, why we wouldn't think the apple would at least be somewhat in the general vicinity of the tree, I, I don't know. But... Uh, obviously, just given what what transpired in the last year, and we've talked about Tiger the last couple of weeks, which is how lucky he is just to be here. So um, Tiger on a golf course, a sight welcomed by many.
2: Yeah. He's going to ride in a the cart. They're not going to make him walk. Uh, right on. And he calls it a hit and giggle event. Yeah. Uh, so that's what this is. Yep. His son will drive.
0: New dr- priorities, <laughs> new expectations, new everything.
2: His son will drive. Mm -hmm. I think everybody will still want to see how well Tiger does. You know, drain a few, drain a few long snakes from sixty out. Right, but we're all we're all
0: just here for the content. When they're both not swinging, when they're reading the line, but they have the same exact body language because that's just like again the apple tree thing. Oh,
2: they look exactly alike.
0: Um, and so uh, it's it's a great event. The. PGA always does a a really good job of keeping their families involved. And when you have like your amateur opens or your Wednesdays ahead of the masters and stuff sure, like that, yeah. I think it was Arnold Palmer's grandson, like had a hole in one or something like that. Or Nicholas's grandson. I'm not sure, but regardless, good good story. Need yeah, more of those in it's, our days.
2: It's great. That's why we leave things off. Tiger, he is back. Number two. So I guess you could say this is the low road. Hmm because they're not taking the high road, but there are a lot of hard feelings, the fact that Lincoln-Riley has left the Oklahoma Sooners football program franchise for the USC Trojans football team franchise. Mm -hmm. One state senator proposed a bill that would rename portions of a westbound lane of a state highway in Oklahoma's panhandle as the Lincoln-Riley Highway.
0: Yeah, like literally the pettiest most small like inches but the most the westernmost inches of the highway, you know, <laughs> yeah. heading Three towards the direction inches. that he went. Uh so yeah, understandable. Um it's not like we have anything else going on in the political sphere anyways, right? I'm sure Oklahoma is all squared away. Uh but you know, this is just going to be what what this is what happens. It's not the first time a coach has, has spurned a, a former school and had a ripple effects to that and there will be a time where I'm sure they'll cross paths there'll be plenty of booze to to rain down so you might as well start practicing
2: yeah that's gonna happen three inches of the most western desolate of highways in Oklahoma they would rename it the bill will be considered in February, the senator will says he will pay for the signage.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, is it the taxpayers' dime?
2: Three inches of highway. I mean, is it going to be like one of those little teeny signs that Speedy Gonzalez would see, or will sure. there actually be like a truck? You were know, like driving by, and a truck be like, "Hey, I'm on the Lincoln Road
0: we like we become a, a picture de- destination, like the giant ball oh, of yarn.
2: Yeah, like out in, uh, what is it, out in Marfa, Texas, they have like the, there's like a Prada storefront or whatever it is. Oh, really? Yeah, where there's just like this s- storefront in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Hmm. Interesting, I'm choking. Oh.
0: <laughs> All right. Seems like an issue over <clears throat> there. But I think you could sell a couple of t-shirts, be like, I was, I survived the trials and turbulations of the road that was Lincoln Riley's departure something like that you could you could make some money you get over there you need some water you never come in here with anything I'm the one that I has don't. like an entire apartment in no, here it was like a
2: like a hairball or something it was literally on the end of this microphone and it was like
0: the like, werewolves forgot to clean off their tools this time I don't, I don't know, know what it
2: was but something dust was, bunny. Ugh, ugh, okay moving on I think. number three Can I move on I don't so like, know. Why
0: couldn't that happen in the middle of the story? So at least I'd have something to tap dance around. Uh, sure,
2: right. Well, you could have just moved on to three. <laughs> I
0: could have, but I can't. No person left behind.
2: Uh, yeah, right. here we are. Uh, Zion Williamson on the shelf right now due to injury. Apparently, he is ballooning. A report from ESPN suggests that Zion now in rehab and for his injury weighs 330 pounds which is now one of the heaviest players in NBA history.
0: And now I think we're in the not-so-sweet spot where he keeps trying to come back, but then you keep aggravating the injury, so you have to keep stopping yourself, and so you can't really get those full workouts, and there's only so many miles you can run in the pool. Like That's not going to get you the the burn that is necessary for someone of his furnace, of of his body. Like He puts on weight quickly. He can drop it quickly. Um, There are healthy ways to do that. There are unhealthy ways to do that, but regardless... Uh, they really need to probably get a specialist in there and just try to figure out like what's going on with your with your endocrine system, what's going on with everything, and how do we expedite this and, in the most healthy way because he was supposed to be back weeks ago.
2: Correct. And setback and setback right. and setback. And so the
0: more that he has setbacks, the more he sits on the couch or sits on the training table, no fault of his own. Like Like I said, you could run in the pool for eight hours. You're not going to burn the same amount of calories as you would on the floor.
2: Right nutritionist
0: yeah and what are you supposed to do cut out all this all cut his diet in half you can't do that either
2: coaching the reference is if Zion is 330 pounds Shaq at 21 years old was playing at 325 pounds but also Shaq happens to be seven feet tall
0: yeah and we all know what Shaq looked like in in his early years versus his later and all of our bodies change over the course of our lives but uh again a huge investment in in someone and honestly just concerned about his overall health going forward because there will be a time when basketball is not a thing either. Right. I get a handle on it. The
2: one thing I'm not crazy about, one of the quotes in this story about a month ago, Kenny Smith says all he needs to do is focus and eat less. Nope. That's as not someone, how this works. As someone who's had weight issues, trust me, it's not just about eating less. Believe it or not. It's very challenging.
0: Believe it or not, people's challenges that they struggle with aren't usually the result of character flaws. Yeah. So... If that's your answer to someone, why don't you turn that mirror back around and start questioning how you kind of view yourself and how you think the yeah, world is, that's because a rough, it's ridiculous.
2: But hopefully Zion can get his stuff, and hopefully those reports are a little exaggerated yes. for sure. Number four. Positive news. Carrie Price. Full hockey gear. How much does that weigh usually, Lindsay?
0: Ah. Well, these days. Goodness knows what kind of streamlined... No. (laughs) uh, It's probably at least 8 pounds for each leg, and I don't know. I'd I'd have to stand on a scale with my gear on to really know about it, but at least 20 pounds. 20 to 30.
2: Price is carrying an extra 20 to 30 pounds because he skated for the full-time and full goalie equipment today.
0: Mm. That's a very welcome sight for for multiple reasons. Obviously, Canadians fans, they have very little to write home about right now. They've gotten off to a really rough start, and It's not all because of goaltending and and Carey Price's absence because Jake Allen's a very capable goaltender, but um, Olympics still a a thing, too. And most importantly, we've heard nothing from Carey outside of his statement when he kind of came back from the the players' um, treatment program. Yep. And he's still on track for that. And so if he's putting gear on, that means things are going well. And that's all that I really care about.
2: Yep, very positive. He had that off-season knee surgery, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in between the rumors of him moving to Seattle or not. But Carey Price back on the ice, full equipment. Good news there. Number five. All right, even weirder news, good news. I had to include it because it just piqued my interest. Did you know there is a pillow fighting championship league?
0: I didn't, but I'm not surprised that there is one.
2: Uh, they are putting on, for the first time, a pay-per-view event in Florida, January 29th. Essentially, fighters swing colored pillows at each other in a ring that looks like a boxing ring.
0: Yeah. And while they say the only difference between our fights and MMA fights is that nobody gets hurt... Uh you weren't part of the pillow fights that I was a part of when, gro- when we were growing up.
2: <laughs> Did you swing two-handed or one-hand?
0: Uh, depends on who I was swinging at and depends on if it was a, a fun type of playtime or a revenge type of playtime. Oh, gotcha. But uh, I, I think this is a great idea, and the more that you put like something else in between you and another person in terms of like a combative sport, I think is a good thing. I think we can show that we can do things other than just like punch each other in the face and like chase balls around, and, around the court and stuff, so... I bet there's gonna be a couple of haymakers. You know when the when the pillows uh, stuffing is a little bit packed in, and all of a sudden you start swinging around. You have just it's very thin, it's very uh, it's solid, and you can just if you hit someone with the right amount of torque and force, just oh you're done, you're done, lights out.
2: So here's the deal: they're having a, a pay per view January 29th. You can actually become a fighter. You can register right now. To become a fighter. Step one, basic contact information. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Literally says fighter registration, quote, fame starts here.
0: Honestly, I bet you I'd be good at this. Cause these uh these wisping willow limbs that I have here, once they get going, Paul, they snap. Right. They snap real hard. They've
2: got crowds. Yeah. I'm like, this is super legit. Well
0: you had that like uh extreme tag that you showed me a couple years ago. We're gonna extreme see tag. more and more of these because now you can just put it on Twitch, and then you get enough people that are like, oh, this is kind of a cool idea, and then all of a sudden pay-per-view calls you because they need content. They need somebody to show up and do something for them. So right. this is a good thing, and uh, more people involved in being active could not be a problem.
2: See, uh, The pay-per-view, by the way, it's PFC3, pound down.
0: Pound down. I'm going <laughs> to take you to pound down to pound town.
2: <laughs> there you have it. Yep. Villa Fighting Championship. Be on the lookout. All right, there's your check down. Powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Up next, the Dallas Stars. Lindsey Brown and
1: Paul Ihander, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. That, that song. Shine bright like a diamond, t- with a t-
2: <laughs> diamond.
0: Yeah, written by Sia, performed to perfection by Rihanna. Probably could go on either way,
2: right? Yeah, uh, Rihanna, who was just named like Lord of Barbados. Correct. Apparently.
0: I mean, she no, was kind of born that way, right? But uh, we need an album from her. Yes, I we know do. she's busy with like saving the world and sure. like you know all, her Fenty line and uh, ASAP Rocky, if that's still a thing. But like. I love. We found love in a hopeless place. It's one of the all-time bangers, and it will never be like one of those where I can't listen to this anymore. Sure, but we we could use some extra fodder. Right. We could we right. could use like I, I would like to disrupt the routine at least a little bit, but not too much because we don't want to forget who we are.
2: Yeah, the national hero of Barbados literally just won an award. Yeah, they gave her like a, the national award. She's been declared a national hero. They gave her one Barbado. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you get all the Barbados. It's not, even
0: the, it's not even the key. It's just one Barbado. The Barbado. Yeah.
2: Uh, the Stars and the Golden Knights tonight. The Dallas Stars, winners of seven in a row. They've got. They had a night off. This is a this is a heavyweight battle here. Oh yes. Uh, this is the you know the game against Calgary for the Golden Knights was a prove it that we can hang with people. Mm-hmm. Now that everyone's getting healthy, the lines are returning. But this Dallas Stars team is a much different team.
0: Yeah, and, and they're a team that really took it to the Golden Knights when they were pretty much at full strength a couple of years ago in the bubble, and that's, you know, a whole lifetime in reality right. away. But there's a lot of shared names, a lot of similar faces, and uh, a lot of that success in that playoff uh, victory in the what, – what was it, the Western Conference Finals that was that year uh, – Attributed to the notes between Joe Pavelski and uh, Pete DeBoer and their shared history with the Sharks, and you'd you, you'd gotta think that with with Dallas with Rick Bonus still at the at the helm there as the head coach, I mean they had to have a team only players only meeting to a couple weeks ago because that's how poorly things were going. And as you mentioned, they they've gone seven straight and. It's always Dallas is always in a little bit of an enigma because last year they got off to a tough start and sometimes their results don't always indicate what they're actually playing with because they are that consummate uh, playoff style hockey where we keep the score low. We force you to beat us the hard ways that hockey has been laying at our feet since we learned how to tie our skates correctly and we do it better than anyone else. And so we command you to beat us at our game and that is a big time ask uh, considering the the talent that they have up and down that roster,
2: the stars are and they're it's not it's not a grinded out team anymore they're they're blowing people out right I mean, it's it's their goals and goals and goals and goals and the knights are finally just getting their skates underneath them I mean really no mm-hmm. pun intended, but getting getting the win over Calgary and then having some time to to sit and kind of see things through, they now find themselves in a little bit more of a position to where they can get the good vibe of feeling like they're contenders again, but a win tonight over Dallas, at least it's at home, a win over tonight, Dallas over Dallas, would give them that much, that mojo that may have been lacking uh, with this team prior.
0: Oh, yeah. The win would feel great, just like how I'm sure it felt great when they stole a win in overtime when they played them earlier this season. And. You just want to keep rolling with that confidence, obviously, uh, considering how many names are ahead of you in the standings in that Western Conference side. But the Golden Knights have 28 points so far this uh, on this season. So do the Colorado Avalanche, so do the Dallas Stars, and so do the Winnipeg Jets. And I, the Winnipeg Jets are no, another big-time team that I expect to be uh, towards the top uh, at the end of the season. But any time you can get these head-to-head matchups and just put space and time uh, and, and tiebreakers, at least space and light between that, it, it, it's great. But they they do they, they are scoring more over the course of their seven straight uh win streak here. They've outscored their opponents twenty five to nine. But I did watch their game against the Arizona Coyotes a, a a couple nights ago and they really kind of poured it on late. It was a pretty tight game all the way through probably the midpoint of the third period and then it just started to get a little bit snarly. But Dallas is really one line right now. And in a way, it should be easier to stop them that way. But if you're asking uh, a team like the Golden Knights to play a style of hockey that they usually don't like to, which is uh, like as a grind it out, stops and starts, making sure that your stick is in the right position, not taking as many chances, sometimes you don't need uh, much more than one line, especially with how well the the Robertson hints and Pavelski line that has been running. I mean, Robertson I watched a couple nights ago. He looks like he's about 12 but he's a guy that's incredibly slippery through the zone, really knows how to create time and space for himself and create shots. And so with that mentality, that that hard-nose hockey mentality, they're always going hard to the net. They're always sniffing out for rebounds, and they are in the right uh, position to do it. They're not with butt, butt on the goal line and only working with this much net. No, I'm going to be gapped out. So if it goes over here, I can go back in. If it goes here, I'm going to go forehand. I'm going to drag you across. And they're getting good goaltending from Braden Holtby, who is, uh, I think, one three straight himself. That must so. be
2: nice to have as many goaltenders as they have, knowing that you could put the next guy in and the save percentage is nearly identical. And when I mean identical, it is like my, it's like decimal point yeah. nine three something.
0: Yeah, but they've had, obviously, injury problems with their goaltending uh, department over the last couple of seasons. Anton Kudobin hasn't gotten off to as good of a start as he has the last couple of years, and so that's why he's pr- at the top of a lot of the trade bait uh, lists. We'll get into that, that later, at least being the odd man out in the goalie collection that is the Dallas Stars. But Brain Holpe knows how to beat us in this building, too. and so uh, And as long as you're able to get him untethered, if you get him chasing, if you create that chaos in front of the net where – You're not blocking down your own shots, rather uh, cleaning up that garbage. A lot of that has to do with the Golden Knights selecting uh, shot origin spots other than the top of the zone, other than the point. Let's filter it down to the flanks on the half wall. Let's walk out from below the goal line because if we're uh, maintaining puck possession down there, that is an excellent, excellent sign because we are grinding their legs down, and more importantly, they're not doing the same thing to us in our defensive zone because – they know exactly how to trap us down, and all it takes really, I think, tonight is about that that physicality, that edge, and whether or not you are willing and able to put yourself in position to make a play on everybody, or at least get them to divert away from what their plan A is. If you're not, you're going to be chasing, and you're probably going to be taking some penalties.
2: For the Golden Knights, to be able to maintain some lineup consistency can help them, but how do you see... And again, we've, we've, it's, it's a short sample, so we've seen success in just the short sample, but how do you see with Max and Stone coming back into the lineup mm-hmm. where Stevenson and, and Riley Smith have had to step up clearly and, and a whole host of, you know, Misfits 2.0, I sure. suppose, is what you could call it. Is it on Stevenson and Smith to step back, or is it for them to maintain as much as possible? Because they've been forced into slightly different roles right. than they're used to.
0: Well, I'll say this when you're merging onto a highway, but your car is always on the highway and you see somebody else merging into you. Do you slow down if there's two separate lanes? No. Right. Unless they're mer- merging in your lane, you have to kind of like guess, engage what, what's going on. Otherwise, you just try to join up everybody in the stream. And that's where you you don't. Ask Smith or 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 uh, Stevenson to take a step back because, if anything, they'll just naturally go into what the normal line combinations, what's expected of me, because that's what they're wired to do. But sometimes it is about making sure that you're not taking the puck up the ice yourself. I mean, we all can't be Kale McCarr and just go coast to coast and then go bar down because nobody was interested in playing defense that day. Like, it's in those decisions – but as I noted earlier this week, I mean, Steve Stevenson was already flying around more than he, than he was before just because he probably doesn't have to be weighted down by the same amount of defensive expectations that he was before. He didn't have to deal with that before Stone and Patch were hurt. And so to ask him to have the scoring and do something that's a little bit outside of his, his resume, that was a lot to ask. But now I can just keep skating faster than neutral zone. I'll just keep collecting these passes. <laughs> Here I go, guys. Look at me skate. That's Chandler Stevenson. That's Steve. Right, Skating around. Okay. okay. Skating around.
2: Stars of the Knights tonight. Anything else you see the Knights having to trigger to get them over the hump here and to make sure that they get themselves another signature victory this month?
0: I mean, the net front territory is going to be massive, uh, whether that's picking up bodies and sticks in front of our own net. Like I said, they they really like to trap us down low like the, like the Anaheim Ducks do, and so we can't be caught puck watching below the net, and then all of a sudden we look – and nobody's covering anyone like did you see that Trevor Ziegler goal last night where he like literally just scooped it up and it was an
2: alley-oop it. is what they're calling um, it
0: very impressive Trevor but also what the hell is going on defensively like what there's four people and honestly I I, I saw more speed from the traffic cones on Ford Apache like that it was unbelievable <laughs> how caught in the headlights it was and everyone was and you just you cannot have that it, it's if you have all four of those guys with their skates facing the wrong end of the ice and nobody's stick is down either, like what do you expect? And so you have to have your head on a swivel. You have to have that intentionality that if someone is here, I need to make sure that they're not able to kind of do whatever they want. And you had to help out our net minder who tends to give up a, a few rebounds himself. And then like I said earlier uh, about Holpe and that, that grimy goal. I mean, the play that, Nick Waugh set up the other night. He just put it off the right pad, and then we had somebody on the back door to clean up. Like, that's all it takes, people! Well-played shot. Crash the net and stay where you're supposed to be. Stops and starts, Puck Deep.
2: Tonight's about the uh, the win streaks. The, the fun game starts here in about half an hour as it's... Brian Reeves and Gerard Gallant, the Rangers, against the Colorado Avalanche, which the Rangers have won seven in a row. Yeah,
0: I watched them uh, for a little bit last night because they played the Blackhawks. And while Flurry yeah, was going was for ugly. his big win, I, Panarin got his 500th NHL point against the team that you know he started with. And then they were saying, well, the first point that he ever got in the NHL was against the Rangers. So it was just right. such a weird bit. Um, But, yeah, there's a a lot of teams that are running really hot, and we see the the Rangers next week ourselves. And I don't know if you saw Minnesota beat up on the Edmonton Oilers last night. We see them in a few days as well. And so everybody is showing up to the party, so we better come with our best costume.
2: Well, tonight is that night to get things started for the Knights, for sure. The Dallas Stars and Golden Knights full wrap-up coming tomorrow. On the way, should we rebuild those Blazers? Call from Mom. Answer it
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 to bet. Las Vegas
2: and Lindsay here. rolling with a little NBA pitter patter.
0: Of little feet, or the, big feet, probably more likely.
2: Uh, Dallas Mavericks saying Luca will be a game time decision tonight. They're playing in Memphis, so could mm. affect some of your betting plans for tonight. I
0: would think Luca is quite a big swing.
2: Big, yeah. Swing.
0: If uh, what if Dallas could secure victory or not? Slightly uh, more difficult without him.
2: He's built like a linebacker now. Yeah. like linebacker like he can still or shoot fullback. he's just big he's getting like i don't know if you remember Corliss Williamson he like he's
0: getting as we're that as all familiar with Corliss he's Williamson getting that, he's
2: getting that he's getting that big yeah he's 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 not quite barkley cuz barkley had a little bit more kind of less form mm-hmm. more than anything else but lucas built like top barrel kind of heavy yep um still could score though
0: Absolutely. It doesn't affect the touch, but if you uh, can't get up and down the court night in and night out, it doesn't really matter how much touch you got.
2: Truth. No, this guy will not be going up and down the court. CJ McCollum of the Trailblazers has a collapsed right lung.
0: Terrifying. As if things
2: couldn't get bad enough for the Blazers, and that's just injury news. That's just, like, injury news. Right. Like, the Blazers are now finding themselves straying into Lakers territory in terms of What's happening with this team? And the more reports you see about what's happening behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, there's always some truth to it. Whether it's the full truth or whether it's only the partial truth, there has to be some truth to it. And because the Blazers are running without a GM now, they've got a front office in disarray, Chauncey Billups is a first-year head coach, and now he's finding himself in sort of rumor circles to where they're losing some sort of, I don't know if it's respect, or if it's frustration or if it's a little bit of everything because the team is struggling, and it's again they're in Lakers' struggle territory well, and he's they're going not- the
0: tough love route too he's going players' tough love by saying because it didn't he have uh comments in the last couple of weeks saying i don't I don't need any motivation to like come out and play hard like i I, I have sure' yeah, he
2: talked about turning the lineup over and stuff because of effort
0: right, and that's always a uh when I'm not as plugged in with one team you who's right and who's wrong because there can be, it can be present on both sides because there could be a lack of effort from the players where they're just kind of quitting on themselves or quitting on each other early, but sometimes that's not a conscious thing. Like we were talking about earlier, it's not always a character flaw when you make mistakes. Sometimes it's just something that's built up, something that, that can be fixed or rectified. There's just not a lot of leaders in that room right now, or at least experienced leaders in that room, and every press conference has basically turned into, damn, you want to go yet? And he's he's supposed to be their big leader, and, and he's trying his best. But this is he has to deal with all that noise too.
2: Right, there's rumors of contract extension. He wants two years, but Dame Lillard isn't the spry young chicken that he used to be,
0: mm-hmm. which is the truth. He wants to turn that place into Milwaukee, but I don't. It ain't Milwaukee, Dame. And so it's kind of like, it's one big game of chicken,
2: and he has to keep saying that he wants to stay. I'm he committed. literally came out today and had to go. Listen, I don't want to be traded. Yep. I want to stay here and play here, but there's now okay, we need to get in we, we need to sign an extension and make some money mm-hmm. but there's not enough money to go around in that room to to bring in impact players and you're running with not much of a track record of recent success. And as much as everybody wants to say that they play with Dame Lillard, they're not knocking down his door. No. They're signing the Rodney, other, signing the Rodney Hoods of the world. He's the, not
0: the only clutch time performer in this league. Rod, Dame Lillard is dealing with the similar type of uh, averse reaction to change as I was when I was trying to make a switch in my goalie pads my senior year. I wore like the same size pads from eighth grade all the way to my senior year in high school, despite how much I'd grown. They were way too small. If you're a goalie person, I was wearing like 32s. And when I was in college, I went to 34 plus ones. Like That's like a massive jump. And it took me so long to finally realize, Lindsay, first of all, you're going to be protected better by wearing these pads because they will be better suited to cover the area, but... You are thinking in your mind that you can only exist this one way and any other way is going to take away from whatever your best is or your ability to find your best. And that's just not true. You just have to find a way to kind of envision that. And sometimes you just have to make the change without that guarantee that it's going to work out. Because what we do know is that what's been going on so far in Portland hasn't worked out. And. Buying in and continuing to do what hasn't brought you results again to bring up the definition of insanity for the third time this week. That's what this is, at least from Dame's standpoint. And then from the team, too, if my superstar keeps telling me, I want to be here, I want to be here, of course I'm going to say, well, of course we're going to pay you. You're not allowing them to move on. either. This is a bad marriage where we're both sides want to go date other people, but we're just staying it in for either the kids or the gram. Either way, it's not a good place to be.
2: They need some cap flexibility there in Portland to make any sort of significant moves, or they need to unload a number of players. The ESPN spinning its trade machine. Some of these are incredibly outrageous, but...
0: That's a tough place to be. You either have players and are looking for cap space or have cap space and are looking for players. They have neither.
2: Right, and so you're talking about recreating the team in a different way without... Essentially, the face your franchise for. And everyone knows it. Nearly a decade, and everybody, yeah, and everybody knows it. And so they're going the to they're
0: they're put you over a barrel. Right. So what am I? Gonna,
2: what will I offer you? Am I going to mm-hmm. offer you anything that's going to be worth anything? And the ones that are, you know, Minnesota, it's picks. But that's the thing. It's like in when every I one I of included these,
0: D'Angelo Russell, but they're, right. they're seeing actual like runs of, of strung together victories. So why why would they disrupt chemistry right now?
2: For a shot at Dame Lillard.
0: Well, one of those packages did include Dame Lillard. There was a three-team trade, but ultimately, when you have to move somebody like Dame Lillard, you have to have the the right dance partner, right? It's, uh, it's a very short list of the the teams that have the assets that are willing to do it.
2: Yeah, he's not gonna. And boy, if you wanna if you wanna make him mad, you send him to Oklahoma City for sixteen oh, picks. God. You know, it, Don't that's, do that to that's not gonna get that's not gonna get done. The interesting the the Boston one is interesting that's floated out there because it's all about picks and literally inter and literally swapping teams. I yeah, mean, it's that's about as literally copy
0: paste as you could get. It's literally said like uh, Boston sends their future to Portland, and then Portland sends like Dame Lillard and maybe it was like Buddy Healy. Right. Or the something. crazy
2: thing about, about this, the yeah, deal. about the, yeah about that deal too, and that's a multiple terms, is Yeah, there's not one of these ESPN deals. If I'm sitting in the Portland Trailblazer's front office. If if I'm the general manager. I, I don't see I don't see any of these deals like realistically bringing back anything that I want outside of And some, that's
0: why you don't make the mid season trades. Of, outside of
2: assets. There's you, nothing there's here that's sexy.
0: Too much other stuff going on, just everyday paperwork, waivers, all that other stuff that gets in the way of deals that would be easier sent through during the summer. This is just bad business practices by Portland, and clearly it's not just on the the basketball portion of it. There's a reason why there's no GM there. There's a reason why there's a toxic culture there. Like, they, I, are we surprised about the results? They're that stuck. You can, you can that you can succeed your way to mediocrity and stay there if you don't have the right place to be, or, or the right people in the place. Um,
2: not one of these packages no, screams, it, Screams. yes, we need to get rid of Dame Lillard. And
0: that, that's why you are in the worst possible position because you are extra desperate and you have nothing to work with. And so you either have to wor- wait for a time where other people get more desperate, so you hope for the Wolves to cool down, you hope that Philadelphia still sucks at their shooting and can only play defense so they need to bring shooters in so they're willing to play ball. Maybe it's not with you but with somebody else, and if somebody else is willing to do – business well then that means there's chum in the water there's like nothing going on in the NBA considering last year what was going on it's all about what's present and what's not there
2: the the bad bit about this is is that as Portland runs Olshi out as GM Olshi was one of the guys that made sure that Terry Stotts wasn't there this year and Terry Stotts and Dame Lillard were thick as thieves like as
0: a head coach like this was the guy that he came with and he didn't want Chauncey he didn't want Chauncey. It wasn't necessarily they didn't want Chauncey. He just wanted somebody else. And they said, no, we're going to give you Chauncey. And it's so all the stuff that's happened in the past with Chauncey. And obviously there's plenty of stuff that merits his uh, inclusion as a head coach or at least his, his resume because he was a, a hell of a player. That's why I'm like, damn, what's, what's wrong? Why do you uh, – all of these th- little mini slaps in the face but not really. Like why, why don't you want better things for yourself? Why, why, why are you so dead set on building it here? Is it because you don't think you can be one of those guys that kind of goes into the into the spin cycle where all of a sudden I have to be recruiting every year? Like so that's just not something you want to do. Because like, he's a loyal guy. Because it's no, it has because to be more Littler's, than that. Paul. Because, but Lillard
2: has a sense of loyalty. Otherwise, he would literally go the Ben Simmons route and sit. No, he no, might as well no, just sit.
0: It's not an either or. It's not either you're you're completely loyal and you and you sign over your entire career to them to your detriment, or you don't show up for the workouts. And when you do, you show up with a cell phone in your sweatpants. Like there is so much in the middle as well. And there has to be more of a reason outside of the loyalty thing for Dame. And maybe it's just because he. We, we've talked about it in his last couple of years about how traumatic they've been, how many friends he's lost, how many family members he's lost, sure. of just like just going to the psychological, like why do people want to stay where they are even if it's a bad place? I, I think a lot of it has to do with that. And I'm not sure if you can move a boulder on that side to help you in our conversation in, in, in terms of Moving on to a different basketball haven, but it's just at some point he has to make that decision for himself because he's the only one that's holding this back. Right?
2: He's the only one. He's who the, knows the only answer one that, that says this every too. time,
0: every two weeks. What happens, Dam, if you say I've had enough? Is the world going to end if you go play? If you go play somewhere else? Like sometimes it's okay to. Go to the greener grass. If there's none growing here, like it's one thing when you're leaving a lawn that's very fertilized. You even got a commercial with the the redheaded guy from Ireland. It's greater Scotland, whatever. No offense. But if you don't have anything there and on this side, they got grass and a slip and slide. Why wouldn't you go? I can't do a slip and slide here because I'm going to get torn up. Technically, I could buy it, but I'm not going to be able to use it the same way.
2: Only he knows. Only he knows. Mm -hmm. Up next, Charles Barkley's naming habits.
1: You found The Playmakers, only on
2: 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Everybody has a name, right? Well, well, Prince went to symbol Yeah. at the end. Um,
0: technically, you have to have something to write down.
2: Right. There has to be something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all have origin stories about all our names. Charles Barkley, who is spending a lot of time with TNT's Ernie Johnson these days on his podcast called The Steam Room, hmm. which... Literally is them sitting in a steam room, but there's no steam. It's like I it, love that. It just happens. I love that so much. <laughs> it just it looks like they're in like someone's really large shower.
0: It's just further testament that there are just some people who can just show up, right, and be amazing.
2: Uh, Barkley, uh, for some reason, got into the rationale on how he named his daughter, and he explained how he named his daughter. His name is Christiana. He named her after a mall. Uh, When he lived...
0: What kind of mall? The the Mall of America? The biggest mall? He
2: lived near a mall in Delaware off the I-95, or the 95. A
0: Delawarean mall.
2: Right. Christiana Mall. He goes, and Ernie goes, why? He goes, I don't know. I just like the mall. Charles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just... I'm sorry. I do not even know if I want to expand that much on it because it's so simple because I just like them all. Okay. Right. I, I believe it. Right. Because, like, Charles seems like a, he's a guy who has a lot going on upstairs about certain things and in other things, it's completely just mailed it in. This is clearly one of the mailed it in things.
2: Okay. You it know? Just, this, is, this is what we went with. Because, and-
0: like, no one except for probably Biden loves Delaware this much. Honestly name one thing from Delaware Joe Flacco that's it (laughs) (laughs) that's literally it and is he from there I know he played there there. I don't even know if he's from there I don't even know anybody from Delaware and I know people from out east like we we know people it's our business to know people right who is from Delaware no one I know more people from Rhode Island that thing's a speck and the worst type of people. <laughs> salt of the earth, it's the leftover salt of the earth. Right. It's the that's crust. It's
2: everything that's spilled from southern Southern Boston, from Southie. Basically. And then whatever trickled in from Connecticut.
0: Yeah. Like I said, the hand-me-downs. <laughs>
2: Just, yeah, you know, we all have reasons for naming things. You yeah. You know, like you happen to sunsets and, you know, you have our locations, you know, a lot, you know, locations of birth, which is always kind of weird, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all. What were you just,
0: gonna be named if you were if you were born a girl? Did, did, we, did we do this? Did we?
2: No, on my side, no. I was uh, I was unexpected. They just uh, went with a family name for me. Just, well, my sister was named after uh, President Carter's
0: daughter, Amy. Oh, right yeah. on. Um, I was gonna be Carl with a K, and they thought I was gonna be a boy because I was so chill in there. My heartbeat was so slow. Clearly, things have changed since then. Right. But if I was Carl Brown with a K, Paul, the ceilings and the avenues for career paths that would have been available to me growing up in minnesota very limited
2: kb From carl
0: with a k brown kb i have to be in farming i have to go to the university of minnesota mm-hmm. but the saint paul campus where we make the honey crisp apples like we like sure. cross breed to make right. a whole new. like i would have to be specializing in some fertilizer program
2: i think that should be the next tattoo
0: a for a bag of fertilizer no. carl 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 <laughs> Girl. I then, suppose they say don't get people's names tattooed on you, but it, right. it's not like somebody's specifics. It's right. your other it self. It been
2: your second Technically, self. it's
0: about me, so.
2: Yep. Live the Carl. moment. All right. Wait, I'll moment. throw that
0: in the in the hopper as a there possibility.
2: Football 4 is on the way as the Playmakers rolls on for your Wednesday.